right, here we go. The T-bone. <laughs> and chick fruit. Let's God bless all these years. Just get it right one time. What do you want from me? 40 years they've been trying. You couldn't fire somebody if they were horrible, doing a terrible job for the veterans. And now you can say you're fired. <laughs> okay. No one listens to radio. And now for a quick disclaimer. The T-Bone. And Chick Brew. Show is brought to you by nobody. We have no sponsors. The show is still rated G. For glorious. And we're back. Hey, it has been a long time. I should have left you. A beat like this won't tempt you. Oh, what was that? A little old EPMD going on there. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it is a beautiful day for a podcast. It is T-Bone and Chick Prue on the internet. And uh, we haven't done this in a very long time, but I'm going to start today's program off with a special fan acknowledgement. You know, we used to we used to be very uh, giving in the uh, acknowledgements, and we would have like a fan of the week. Somebody made a comment that made me feel good. And that somebody is our fan of the week. Congratulations, Jan Brewer. You are the fan of the week. By saying that was a great show just made me feel better. Like, the best. We put a lot of work into that. There's a there's some transitions and there's music and there's the wheel of destiny and all of that's in there. And somebody appreciates my effort. Oh. Now, on the opposite side of that, again, from the Brewer family, I don't know if we should let Tommy listen anymore. What did he say? He's mad at you. Oh. Uh, yes. You don't even read the comments. <laughs> you are just the talent. You just show up, you talk, you laugh, and you disappear. That's all you do for this show. That sounds about right. He's mad at me. He's always yes. mad at me. He's my brother. Brothers are allowed to get mad at their siblings. I get mad at, well, I haven't, luckily I haven't gotten mad at my siblings in a, in a while, but I used to get mad at them all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sure that'll be corrected today. The, I see you've read the comment. <laughs> Super excited for Scream. Yeah. I didn't get that comment. I didn't get it. Oh. Did we talk about Scream? I don't remember talking about Scream. We can talk about it. It's like our, one of my favorite movies. I did My not know that. Maybe it. he was just making an, uh, some little inside baseball, little joke for you. It was the other comment, which is... Uh, what other comment? Oh, gosh. On the show? From last while week? she fumbles through her phone looking for the angry comments for her brother, how do you add comments to the context and to the conversation? Well, you go on the fan page. It's very easy to find. Just type in T-Bone and Chick Brew there on Facebook. We got our own group. You join the group. You're, you're part of the messages. Or if you know Chick Brew or you know me, you can send us messages or you can, you know, there's many, many ways when you can engage us and we enjoy engaging you. One of the favorite, one of my favorite parts of the radio show was after we would do radio, then I would go and see people that had listened to the show and they would always have, you know, comments usually good. We did a great job of uh, walking up against the line on many, many things. I would get comments like that in the parking lot as I would show up to my real job. like, oh, I can't believe you. You almost said something. And I was like, yeah, I, I know the rules. I know what I can say, what I can't say. But this is the internet and I can say anything I want. And now I'm just going to randomly throw in some beep tones, some redaction tones, so it sounds like I went on a 
a cursing rant. And I will tell you the yeah, and I'm just going to put some in there. <laughs> I don't see any other comment from Tommy. Yes, Tommy made a comment. Uh, it, it was specific to your niece's birthday. And how it was the best day? How you didn't acknowledge it during our birthday boost <gasps> section. <laughs> now, it's not his fault. He doesn't know that, you know, we recorded on Sunday and I don't post it till a week later. So you should be right on time to do a proper birthday boost for your nieces. My niece's birthday was this week. Right. So that's going to work out just fine. She's either five or 75. Doesn't listen to the show. Doesn't listen to the show. <laughs> right in our target age range. Absolutely. Um, more sass and attitude than anyone could pack into such a tiny body. I like she this is child. Wonderful. Is this child uh, available for adoption? I, I would take this child. I like smar swarmy. After what I heard of her Mario skills... She may be up for adoption. We take Mario Brothers very seriously in my family. And apparently she thinks that it's just a joke and laughs at the dying. So she may be available. Uh, okay. Keep me. Uh, can I uh, like get dibs or something? I, I want to adopt this child. I like this. I like where this is going. You might have to fight. About adoption. But, you know, of course, my, my, my brain uh, takes uh, adoption to a different level. I always wanted to adopt a, some poor, you know, teenager. Uh <laughs> <laughs> you have kids maybe from an eastern <laughs> bloc country that's just about to turn 18 you know and <laughs> you're gonna have to edit that out <laughs> why <laughs> I, I, human you know, trafficking I, I is illegal Woody Allen, he, uh, he adopts children him and his wife adopt children and you know then marries and them, then he marries right? them yeah exactly you that's are spoken for sir what's that you are sp you are currently spoken for oh, maybe I, not yeah, after that well i mean you know Anything's possible. <laughs> I, I doubt that. I mean, maybe now after that comment, you might you might not be married anymore. Oh, I, I uh, we were we were pretty firm on the till death thing. So uh, she actually during our vows, she emphasized till death. It was very awkward. It was a uh, it was almost as a verbal threat. It was very clear that uh, there was no tapping out. I, I'm in Has this she for the recently long upped your life insurance? I keep a track. I try to, you know, if your wife uh, ups your life insurance, it's not like she tells you. But she you watches check. enough crime dramas and, and, uh, and those type of shows. It, it is weird when I see her taking notes. Uh, I think she would do very good. You know, disposing of the body would be a little difficult. But she'd probably trick me. Take me on a trip. <laughs> you dig the hole yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's, it's for your own good. Yeah, I really you need said to you go were on a diet. You there. wanted you to exercise. Thing of value that I dropped, I need you to get. Oh, sure. Let me get that for you. Do, 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 do. That would be I it. I don't need that to be giving be. her any ideas. Well, you have to give her an alibi first. So, If she were to use TK's alibi service, I might have to... Uh, what is the, the, the technical jargon that you, you, you can't be involved? Recuse? Mm -hmm. Yes, I should, I should recuse myself if uh, she were to apply for TK's alibi service. That would be a <laughs> difficult one to set up. As, so I first come up with TK's alibi service years and years ago. As I recently pondered creating an alibi, I realized it's much more difficult now. 
it is it, it is much more difficult to make a lock solid alibi because there are cameras everywhere. The phone piece, the phone was easy. All you got to do is, is take the phone and put the phone somewhere else. That's, that's all you got to do. And then you use a burner phone for, you know, what you're going to do. And then when you're done with the burner phone, you must destroy and dispose of the burner phone. That's a, that's a given. That's easy. But you can't account for Martha across the street from whatever having a, a ring camera on the front door. And yeah, there's just so much now. I gotta and say, when you if, buy if, the burner phone, the camera's in the store. Oh, that's right. When they, they get them that way, too. Let's just they, say, ladies and gentlemen, if you're interested in using TK's alibi service, I got to tell you, I'll get you there. But the prices are going up. Steep. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Joe Biden. <laughs> Joe Biden did that. <laughs> I'm just referring to the little he gave stickers that are on all cameras. the gas pumps. I don't think he gave everyone cameras. <laughs> that was Obama. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't just the Obama phone. It was the Obama ringtone. <laughs> so um, I did hit the record button. That's a good start to today's program. We spin the Wheel of Destiny. Oh, I love the Wheel of Destiny. <laughs> I do. Wheel of Destiny is very simple. It gives us uh, random options of what we're going to be talking about. <laughs> I wasn't expecting the Wheel of Destiny to land on that one. Usually it lands on food. Let's find out what Chick Brew has. If you don't understand, here's the game. She researches the internet. She finds interesting headlines. She shares them with me. I then do my best to create a full picture using my vivid imagination and my excellent elocution. Elocution? Yes. Very elocutious today. All right, so hey, the first one. Before we get started, can I ask about your necklace? My necklace? Yeah, because what is that? Is that a T for tolerance? No, what my mom that? gave it to me. It's a James Avery swirly thing with a pearl. So I, I am not familiar with female um, birth control devices, but I'm seeing a lot of commercials for this thing called Kylina which apparently is inserted and can keep you pregnancy-free for like five years. And it looks a lot like your necklace. Talking about an IUD? <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry, for, sorry. That's what it looks like. Sorry for the distraction. You know what? I've had this necklace since I was like 18. And guess what? It is also, I am also pregnancy-free for a million years at this point. So I think it's working. It's, it's doing a great job. Very effective. We should market that. Yeah. But we we probably need to be very also, specific. What are you in watching on print. TV? What? <laughs> what are you watching on TV? I'm I, I'm watching the same shows I always talk about. We just finished another season of Alone, and this is this is TV on the internet. I don't have cable, so they randomly just throw in ads, and the ad could be I, I don't know why Kylina specifically keeps showing up. There's a song that I think of when I see the name Kylina and I sing along with it. Kylina. But I'm pretty sure that's not the name of the song. I don't know what that is. Yeah, neither do I. Obviously. What are you watching TV on? I watch Netflix and I don't have any commercials. Uh, the History Channel app will throw, okay. in, will throw in some commercials. Popular commercials are Kylina, a birth control device. 
uh, a local a local must be good. Their advertising is working. Lawyers, I don't know if you saw this when you were in New York, but the lawyers in Central Pennsylvania love repetitive love <laughs> repetitive phone numbers. You could honestly in this area of Pennsylvania dial seven one seven and then hit seven more digits in a row and you'll get a lawyer on the other end of the line. Just dial the twos, 717-222-2222. Just, I stole just, that from Pizza Hut. Just it's dial the Pizza the Hut generation. I mean, it's... Uh, the, I, We're the Pizza Hut generation. That's why people my age seen. are lawyers, and they have taken over for four 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 Pizza Hut. Did you used to those? dial four 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 whatever for Pizza Hut, and based off of where your phone call was coming from, it would connect you to your Pizza Hut in your neighborhood, and you could get delivery. I've never That's heard the of Pizza this. Hut. Oh my gosh! If I dial my phone right now and just hit four a bunch of times, Pizza Hut's going to be on the other end. I doubt it. Is Pizza Hut even still? Can you still call Pizza Hut for food? I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. Pizza Hut still existed. And they got like uh, Craig Robinson as their spokesperson, making great commercials. Who is they got that? A... <laughs> He's the black guy from Hot Tub Time Machine. Uh, they got. Oh, a... I saw that movie. They got a a new pizza that's instead of just stuffed crust on the edges, it's it's stuffed cheese pizza all the way through. What? Yes. So there is there is extra cheese of deliciousness in every bite. Pizza Hut makes good pizza. I love Pizza Hut. The pan pizza is kind of crispy and crunchy on the bottom. I love right. That. It used to be served in person at like a thousand degrees on on a thing. You if you touched it, would melt your skin. In like a straight up cast iron. Yes, but the plastic cups from the seventies. I'm still pretty sure they still have those because they're indestructible. The seventies plastic that they made was beyond you know, the flimsy biodegradable plastic we have now if you if, a lot of people don't know this if you have plastic bags that you, you you purchase usually you have to purchase them in europe but if you have a european plastic bag now i know i'm not uh, alone in this americans generally take all of their plastic bags and they stuff them inside one another and then occasionally they're going to need a plastic bag so they use that plastic bag if you have an animal you save a ton of money on doggy uh, poo bags by recycling that was my dogs <laughs> <laughs> but in europe they have a special biodegradable plastic so your mm -hmm. plastic bags they sit around for like a year and then you go to use them and they disintegrate right in your hand it's a really cool thing <laughs> it, it, it definitely is not 1970s American plastic. No, and then you have to carry it, and you're just juggling whatever was wet in it <laughs> to put so it into I, I a grocery store bag. For the distraction. We the were getting ready to discuss headlines. Okay, headlines. Australian woman finds scorpion in package of broccoli. Wow. How do I how do I get the full picture on this one? An Australian woman. Probably the second most dangerous continent on earth. Ah, hold on. If I had to rank continents by danger, I think we'd start with Antarctica as number 1. Africa because it's just so big and it's so varied you got everything from ebola to tooties 
You got, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of death that can happen in Africa. Even in South Africa, which a lot of people think is cool because Charlize Theron comes from there, the, uh, the, the, they really go out of their way to kill each other in Africa, even in South Africa. So, yeah, not a cool, uh, yeah. uh, you not were a cool continent. There's lots. Of, have you seen, like, people's houses, pictures of people's houses in South Africa? With well, the glass shards to keep people from breaking in. It's yeah, crazy. I think that's a great idea. I don't know why we got away from that. You see that <laughs> in Spain, too. You see that where they yeah. got the glass shards on the top of the concrete wall so you don't climb over it. Easily defeated by a thick rug, whatever. Uh, so <laughs> Antarctica, most dangerous. Africa, second most dangerous. And coming in in third, I would put down Australia. Mainly because... Everything that can kill you exists on that continent. Fact. And there's no escaping because it's an island. And if you are lucky enough to escape Australia, it's just a short swim to New Zealand, which is far worse. It's like taking all of the crazy people that are in Australia. So Australia starts as a penal colony. Even and, and as they're starting life on this continent as a penal colony, even they're like, no, you can't stay here. So we're going to kick you over there to that little island. You get out of here. And then the New Zealanders, the Kiwi people, they, they were so bad that the worst of the worst of the Kiwis, they would just ship down to Tasmania. So there's three levels there. You've got Australia, <laughs> New Zealand, and Tasmania. And I have just upset every friend I have from Australia and New Zealand. But I did it in good fun. Get over yourselves. Woman opens up a package of broccoli. It's got to be fresh broccoli. It's not like she found a frozen scorpion. Because if it was a frozen scorpion, you cook it. You just eat it. And yeah, you can eat scorpions, but I'm sure there's some yeah. scorpions you can't eat. It all depends on how hungry you are. It all how depends you know? on how hungry you are. How do you know which ones you can eat and which ones? So in the most recent episode, uh, I mean, the most recent season that we've watched of the TV show alone, the, the guys find a fish and the fish is rotten, but they are starving. So they still eat the fish and they pay the price. Again, if you're starving, anything is edible, but you may have to pay the price. You shake your head. No. no. What? All right. You're starving. I'm not talking about you're a little hungry. I'm not talking about like a little, a little uh, stomach rumble. I'm talking you haven't eaten food in eight, nine days. And, uh, and, and you find a fish and the fish smells funky. You're not touching that fish? No, because I am already hungry. I do not need to throw up. <laughs> What? That sounds awful. It's a chance you take, but there is the possibility that it that doesn't I'll kill die? you. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you're going to die either way. You're going to die of starvation or you're going to die of food poisoning. If there was There's a fish something... that was funky, then there was a fish that can be found, and you need to figure out how to get the fresher version Yeah, of I would have definitely, personally, I would have used it a bait. I've made too many bad food decisions throughout my life where I'm trying to avoid doing that anymore. Yeah, it's not for me. Right. So the, the Australian woman, oi, crikey. Yeah, she she opens up a bushel of broccoli. 
only to find a scorpion in there. I don't even know why that's a headline. I'm, I'm pretty sure that happens in Australia like every day. Like when you go to the grocery store in Australia, you say stuff like, uh, can I get an extra uh, scorpion in, <laughs> in me sprouts? Where are you from right now? <laughs> no, if you got a better accent, you go ahead. You go right ahead. Give me your Australian accent. No, because they don't have one, but neither do you, apparently. <laughs> the, my favorite phrase, honestly, I, I could do a better Australian accent. I just don't feel like putting in the effort. But whenever I'm doing a voice or uh, an accent or something, I usually use like a key word or a key phrase to get me into that moment. And my Australian one is, um, uh, Robert, your father's brother. <laughs> that sounded... It sounded better. Right? Because that phrase keys me right into the Australian dialect. And it's such a crazy phrase. Robert, your father's brother. And uh, now that came out the wrong way. Uh, Robert, your father's brother. Robert is your father's brother. Yeah, why? Where did you come up with that? It's a phrase that they use in Australia. It comes from England. And the English phrase that you may be more familiar with is uh, uh, Bob's your uncle. Bob's your uncle. Yeah. Bob's your uncle, Thought right? I well, the Australian version of Bob's your uncle is Robert, your father's brother. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I'm and the American early. version is things, what's okay? up, fam? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that was uh, that was the headline that shouldn't have been a headline because it's an everyday thing in Australia. What is another headline? TikTok helps woman find her mystery lover and his wife. While you were reading that, I was taking a sip of my water. I almost spit water. it out. I almost <laughs> spit it out. Let's let's see if I got the full story here. Woman goes on TikTok and she's looking for the love of her life. She she got she met she got a piece of strange while she was on vacation somewhere in the world. She got some pictures of him and then she reaches out to the world to say, help me find, oh, the love of my life. <laughs> and the internet comes through as it always does. And the super sleuths that exist out there find this man based on his facial recognition and his 10 years ago photo and his tattoos, they find him. But that's only a part of the story. They also find his wife. Is it, oh, is it the wife? Is the wife like scrolling through TikTok one day? La la la, la just the stupid video, stupid video. And then comes across the, the, the fingerprint of her husband. Because you remember you used to do that on America's Most Wanted. They would show you their picture and their fingerprint. Like, yes, I don't know what that guy looks like, but those double whorls look familiar. So she's scrolling. <laughs> That's an actual fingerprint term. I know things. She's scrolling through Facebook and she comes across, it's, a, it's, it's TikTok, right? So it's got to be a video. So it's a woman, probably in tears, uh, with a bunch of makeup on, begging for the love of her life. She met him and she just, just blows his whole story out of the water. And the woman, the wife, is scrolling through and she's like, wow, that, uh, that looks vaguely familiar like my husband. So she invests some time to listen and the woman's like, we were in Jamaica. And then she, the wife is like, ah, he, he was recently in Jamaica for a boy's trip. Because that's where you go for fooling around Jamaica. I don't know. Miami. Same, same. Different, different accents. Miami. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
uh, could you just imagine being the person that's scrolling through TikTok when they, when you come across this woman pleading to meet the love of her life, only to realize that that is your husband, and then how does she confront him? So, uh, babe, um, tell me about your trip to Jamaica with the boys. Oh, you know, it was nothing. We just uh, went down to Jamaica, you know, did Jamaican things. We did... No problems, you know, none of us got arrested or anything like that. Really? Did, did, you, yeah. did you meet anybody down there? Make any friends? No, 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 it was just me and the boys. It was just, just hanging out, you know, uh, very, very uh, man-centric. Uh, there, was, there was no females anywhere near us, not even on our side of the island. Well, that's, that's interesting. Do you have a twin? <laughs> I think it's funny because, like, I think it would be worse if it was like a friend like have you seen this tiktok oh oh he's so cringy (laughs) i don't know how it went down but either way it needs to be on a tv show (laughs) that 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 scenario needs to find its way into saturday night live into uh, any situational comedy that's currently on the air it's so easy to do man goes away man has a good time man comes back minds his own business he thinks he got away with it and then one way or another TikTok gets involved the internet gets involved and he is busted and busted in a way where he can't he can't there's no out there's you know when you get when you get got is an old New York phrase. When you get got, sometimes you just have to. You just got. You just got to realize you got got. Because people think, oh, these pictures, they're they're just from vacation, and I'm not tagged in them. That's not me. And then right. someone posts a picture on a TikTok of you. And, oh God, that'd be terrible. And I, I guarantee you, uh, sweet lady out there who caught your husband cheating. I guarantee you this ain't his first time. Nope. Because he got sloppy. That's what happens when you cheat a lot. You get sloppy. and Super comfortable. (laughs) And then you get caught because you got sloppy, stupid. Oh, (laughs) headlines. I love them. Should we uh, spin the wheel again? Do it. It's time to talk about cooking. And tonight, prove one thing. You know f- all. You don't listen to any of those, do you? Nope. <laughs> Breaking my heart, man. <laughs> Look, at least you know that all of the listener hits are valid. If you listen to us, that would still be valid. But it's like not a skewed person. It's not me. I mean, you're hitting. <laughs> Those are like real listeners. People not involved. Multiple times. That that would probably be invalid. I don't even know if that would work. I haven't tried it yet. Anything to get us over a hundred <laughs> listeners an episode. That's that's where the money starts raking in. That's where the bidet sponsorships start happening. Is once you get that uh, century <laughs> mark. What we really at this rate, it's probably going to be an Instapot and a subscription in Netflix that neither of us need. <laughs> but i want the bidet i thought i had a feeling uh of sending (laughs) i was ready for it of sending you a bidet i am fearful that it will not be compatible with your plumbing Um, um, 
Yeah, because you're on the metric system over there, member. So you may have to shop uh, Amazon España. It's true. I might have to. I go to Leroy, Leroy Merlin Leroy and see if they have them. Leroy Merlin. That place is fascinating. I don't know why. I've never you like drive go through it. <laughs> Did you know that? I There's never like went to Home Depot or I never went to Home Depot or Lowe's or anything like that in the states. But for I think it's because I can get a coffee and walk through, yeah, and then I'm just a, like a great store. I love it. I love, Again, I you can drive it. through it. They have just about everything from dog treats to garage door openers. It's got a wild selection of stuff. Did you know Leroy Merlin's actually a French subsidiary? It's a French store. That's fine. <laughs> like Leroy Merlin. I don't know. Sure. I just I don't care. Uh, I, anytime as long as it keeps selling coffee up, and hammers. Coffees and hammers. That's all I care about. Yeah, fun place. But not related to food, though. It's not related to food. That is correct. So, have you had any interesting culinary um, experiences in the last week? So, I had this like weird craving for banana pudding. Mm-mm. But I didn't have the stuff to make like actual banana pudding. So, I went through my cabinet, saw what I had, and I had everything to make a vegan version of banana pudding. And I was like, well, it's not going to be great, but the recipe had a lot of stars. For me, me because I'm an idiot. Can you you explain what what part of the living banana um, would uh, vegan... (laughs) I don't, I don't understand how there could possibly be a vegan version of a vegetable of, of a of a fruit dish. I mean, vegan people eat fruit. Look, I made this. It was disgusting. Disgusting. Well, okay, all right. So we're talking culinary failures. I I see your culinary failure, and I raise you. I can't tell you how frustrated I am with my bread maker. Oh no! Not the wife, the actual machine that makes bread. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh no! I I have not really happy with any bread I've made so far, and I've owned a bread maker before, and I remember it was really simple. But then again, I used to go to Walmart. I would go to Walmart and I would buy like a, a, a bread instant bread mix. And you put the thing in there, and you put some water in there. You turn a button on, and, and uh, six hours later, you got a loaf of bread. But for you know, for ten hours, you have the smell of fresh bread in the house. It's way better than a Yankee candle. It smells amazing. And this bread failure that I had yesterday smelled mm. oh delightful. It was, it was a broken promise. It was going to be so good. It just the whole house smelled of bread, and I couldn't wait to have some bread. And they goes a beep a beep a beep a beep a. So I go over and I open it up. And as soon as I open it up, I was like, this is bad. In my head, you just had like cartoon legs and you were like scampering. like. (laughs) (laughs) I popped it up on the bread maker and I see white flour on top of browned bread. 
and the brown mm-hmm. bread looks like it's been on the surface of Jupiter because it, it, uh, what it should be an entire loaf, a two-pound loaf of bread, is compacted into one inch of bread. Mm. Uh, the the stirring paddle did not do its job and mix all of the ingredients. I I I, I take the bread out and I throw it down. I'm upset. And then I look into the bread machine, and there is no stirring paddle. It's not in there. So I, I tear up the entire kitchen. I'm looking for the stirring paddle. Obviously, this was the reason the bread failed. The stirring paddle wasn't in there. So I look all over the place, and then when I can't find it, I start blaming the wife. You know, because she does crazy things like throwing things away that don't need to be thrown away. And if you don't know what the stirring paddle is, it's very easy to throw it away because you don't know what it is and just throw it away. So I start accusing her of throwing it away and she swears she didn't do it, which is exactly what she would do if she did do it. She would deny it. And I'm going to break the bread down and give it to the local animals, you know, throw it over the fence, let the animals have it. And I, I found the stirring paddle in, inside the bread. <laughs> it was there, and I had unnecessarily accused my wife of throwing away the tool I needed, and I felt like an idiot. And Did you mad. make her some bread to apologize? I wanted to, to make some bread to apologize, but I'm a fr- I don't know why the bread paddle was inside the bread, and why if it was there, why didn't it stir like it's supposed to stir i don't know i'll get it okay, right so i'll get it right eventually i have to make i'm, I'm gonna attempt to make pita bread this week okay and i know that you and i do not speak other than this <laughs> but maybe the next week when i get back for my drill maybe you and i via the facetime or zoom whatever i will run you through how to make a beautiful loaf of bread by hand, and you can have that. You, you, you know I know how to make bread, right? Apparently not. No, no, no. I know how to make bread. As a matter of fact, it was why did one you of the things the... me and my kids used to do. Well, then because why did you get the bread maker? it's time-consuming. It's messy. I don't have the it's counter not. space. It's I love not. making Italian bread. But just I just bread. want to pour ingredients into a machine and then let the machine do machine things. Well, they just go to the bakery at the grocery store and buy the bread. But then you don't have a house that smells like fresh bread. Buy two loaves. Take one, throw it in the oven, and cook it a little too long. These these strange people in Pennsylvania, they they take bacon. I I don't even know how, okay? Here's what I know. I went shopping the other day. I'm looking around for some bread mix, of course. I, I, I find this giant container of bacon. And it's called smoked bacon bits. It's it's three pounds of what is clearly bacon, uh, mm-hmm. but it's in a giant container, not like normally it- nicely sliced or anything like that. It's just bits and pieces of bacon. It's a giant three pounds of bacon. So not like uh, bacon bits that you shake on a salad. No, no. This is like a like raw long bacon? strip of bacon that maybe is too thick at one end and not thick. It's crazy. I respect that. So two days in a row, I, I've cooked up some bacon. Just And <laughs> that that is another at-home Yankee candle use. Makes the entire house smell amazing, like fresh-cooked bacon, which is only a scent I've recently started to uh, enjoy again. 
for a mm. very long time, I couldn't smell bacon. It made me sick. Be, Did you eat some bad bacon? No, I responded to a car accident. And, uh, oh, uh, nope. That's enough. <laughs> yeah. Let's see where uh, that... It's a very... It's a trigger. In the, in the truest sense of the word, that smell would trigger all of those memories from that day. But but I've gotten over it. Uh, only in like the last two or three years, I've gotten over it where I can smell bacon and I don't get sick and I don't get all weird. Well, that's good. So we both had food failures. Did you have any food success this week? Yeah, we ate this week. I made soup tonight. <laughs> it was really good. <laughs> you made soup? Mm-hmm. I ate like um well, I made like the knockoff Zupa Toscana from from the Olive Garden. Olive Garden, yeah. But I had some really beautiful uh, rainbow shard that I put in there instead of kale. It was delicious. Did you use really sausage? <laughs> no, because there's no food at the commissary. Are you kidding? You remember, okay, so remember during COVID, we couldn't get any cleaning products or toiletries or any of the things on the on the aisles, but the the, the produce in the, the meat section was full. Right. We've now like swapped, which is, which is fine. If I really had been not lazy, I would have just gone to another store and, but I, who are we kidding? I'm lazy. There's nothing wrong with that. And knowing is half the battle. G.I. Joe! <laughs> <laughs> we, we have talked about me going with that handlebar mustache. And it's almost getting to a length where I think I could pull it off. And then we were watching the TV show Ghost. And the evil Baron, the robber Baron, was twisting his mustache. And you I started twisting it. mine. And she looked at me like, no, no, that, no. <laughs> I need you to give me your address so I can send you some mustache wax. (laughs) I need mustache wax. That's the only way you're going to make that happen. Yep. Message me your address. It's happening. I'm going to get you a gift. Ooh. I never get you gifts. (laughs) I had chicken wings. I I had asked her because I bought this indoor grill. Oh, yeah, Uh, the grill. Yeah, 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 and I haven't got to use it yet. So I, I, I then I did, uh, I did the London broil on it, and that was really good. And it's like grilling, but it's inside, and it was good. But I've been wanting chicken wings since I got the thing, and she went to buy chicken wings, and there were no chicken wings to be found. Because our our sh- store shelves are also bare in some areas, but for the, I mean, for the most part, we got all the food we could eat. I see these uh, bare shelves pictures being taken at other places but i i haven't seen that yeah i mean even here i went i went to aldi and lidl the other day and super souls no more they're all care for us now they're stocked it's packed there's i love european aldi there isn't which is funny because it's gotta be like an america thing because i have not gone into a single european store and seen any issues Everyone is fine. There's oh, it's everything. definitely an American thing. So the land of plenty <laughs> is currently yeah, the land we, of lacking. We've turned into 1980s Russia, where the store, the, the shelves are bare. <laughs> People are standing in line for their one sh- uh, sheet of toilet paper and your bread, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> 
So I, I was able to find the wings. I put the wings on the indoor grill, and they were they were quite tasty. They were very they were already the the problem with chicken wings that I always hate is when they're not cooked. I hate uh, uncooked chicken. chicken wings. Yeah, you know, it's hot and spicy on the outside. You get into the center, and you can see all the blood, and you're like, oh, I'm gonna be sick. <laughs> so I, I I was prepared to do a two step method to take uncooked uh, frozen chicken wings, put them in the Instapot for 10 minutes, which is what I've seen the way to do it, that cooks them all the way through, and then put them on the grill to get that nice char on them. But because I found some at a a place called Carnes, very nice, great meat selection. That's also a place I found the bacon. I uh, took the, uh, the wings straight out. I put them straight onto the grill, and they were awesome. I'm just saying, they were awesome. I don't like chicken. That's why, that's what I hate the most about chicken wings because I love buffalo sauce. It's so oh. mean. I love buffalo sauce. I literally will make things that don't have a lot of flavor so that I can put buffalo sauce on it and enjoy the buffalo sauce. Ladies and gentlemen, it is that time in the in the program when I get to share with you information almost guaranteed you did not know before right now. It is time for the book of everything. Last week we went to the back and then we went to the front. Last week we uh, last week we talked about the Iranian uh, female directors versus United States directors, and we, we think that might have been an outdated fact. So instead of going all the way to the back, let's see what we got here. Saudi women have won the right to vote, but not the right to drive to the polling station. Again, my book is a little outdated. Saudi women can vote. Saudi women can drive, but it is best if they don't. Because a woman driving a car in Saudi Arabia usually doesn't end well, even if it's allowed by law. And when they behead you in Saudi Arabia, the cops just kind of stand by, you know, whatever it was that required a beheading. We'll, we'll take care of traffic control. So All I remember is the one time I almost accidentally ended up in Saudi Arabia. Did you make a wrong turn at the bridge? Uh, no. The, the exit to go over the causeway was blocked, and they kept telling people to go forward, but there's nowhere to go forward. So I had to, like, drive my little Peugeot <laughs> into this dirt field and back around because yeah, I, I, definitely. I'm not going, I can't drive across the causeway. No, you don't go across the causeway. And that was before women were allowed to drive. <laughs> it would have been not a, only that. I mean, a I, failure. Think I could probably get a good price for you. So if, oh, if yeah. <laughs> so if I think you have a value, I guarantee you they have a value set for you. And uh, no passport. Yeah, nothing. That would have been was, so bad. Good job of driving in the dirt. I know. It was a first. Mostly, I was afraid I wasn't going to clear. 
highway. The book of everything like, we do, we give you two facts for the day. So that was a, that was the fact Saudi women can vote and Saudi women can drive. It's just not encouraged. Here we go with our next fact. You're going to love this one. I, I read it just for a second. As a young man in London in 1914, Ho Chi Minh worked for Escoffier as a trainee pastry chef. Pastry chef, yeah. You knew this? Escoffier wrote the first, well, not the first cookbook, but the first like world recognized as a cookbook. It's pretty crazy. Um, first of all, I want to give myself a little credit for pronouncing Escoffier correctly. Uh, I had never, I had never heard that word before, but I, I sounded it out in my little brain. So you knew Ho Chi Minh was a, a pastry chef in training. I just got back from culinary school. This is something they teach. Yeah. <laughs> if you, <laughs> if your croissant fails, you will end up ruling a nation with an iron fist and killing just many like of that. your country people. Have you ever had a failed pastry? Yes, bread maker. What did it make you feel? <laughs> like murder. There was definitely a lot of murder in. I wanted to murder Valid. the bread. You just sometimes you can't get over it. Ho Chi Minh was a pastry chef. Saudi women can drive and vote. That's that's what we learned today, thanks to the book of everything. It's a it's educational. What we used to do in our radio show was we were very safety centric. We would teach people how to avoid getting into traffic accidents and, you know, to, to be smart and not get robbed and not do stupid stuff. We, that was our focus. We don't have that focus anymore. Now we talk about food and we talk about facts, food, facts, food. current events. And it's time for Birthday boost. Birthday boost. Happy birthday. It's a birthday boost, yeah. Birthday boost, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Birthday, birthday, birthday boost. Who? Birthday. Oh, yeah, everything's good. Let's go ahead. Who in your little black book of birthdays do you have having said birthday today? Escoffier. Other than Maylene, the world's greatest niece. Maylene, the world's uh, greatest have... niece that is possibly up for adoption soon. <laughs> right. Yes, I have um, my good friend, Holly Langford. Oh, really? She is uh, a crafty wino. I love her. She's the one who got the squirrel tattoo with me. She's good people. Did she ever come to Spain? She used to live in Spain. She used to work at Liberty Center. That's how I met her. Uh, okay. Now she's in Florida. Womp womp. Womp womp. All right. I feel like uh, I, I, you just gave me two birthdays. You didn't really, I don't know, you didn't really feel that. So <laughs> I, as I'm looking, as I'm looking at the birthdays, I've never seen this before. Uh, my buddy Brian Neal is, is having his birthday, and Facebook had said, celebrate his birthday by sharing your memories together. And it has a picture. It has a picture of me and Brian in 2005 uh, in a pie-in-the-eye thing. And I'm sitting in a chair, and uh, John Duangdara has a pie two inches away from my face. His nickname was Jet Li. Jet Li is 
about to smash this pie in my face. <laughs> oh, I loved that kid, man. He was such a good guy. I'm so I'm constantly sad that he's gone. Such a wonderful soul. But uh, but Brian's still around, and Brian's getting ready to celebrate his birthday. Oh my goodness! Let's talk about uh, you gave me two, right? Yes. Um, so uh, Brian Neal's having his birthday, but it would appear that my friend Jeff is celebrating his 114th birthday very very soon. Mm-hmm. Jeff is a is a very very lucky man. He. He is one of the people that won the lottery sweepstakes, or the, the, the wife sweepstakes. His, his wife compliments him in so many ways. They're a fantastic couple. I love them both to death. They're great people. So uh, I am sure his wife, is, uh, his wife, Deb, is going to uh, make his birthday of 114 years extra, extra special. So that's uh, Jeff King and, and Deb and, and Brian Neal and some honorable mentions by uh, a, a longtime friend, Kevin Anderson. I, uh, I, know we're, we're, I know what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to do our two, and we're supposed to just quickly hit on the others. So uh, Michael Cosman and Nancy Glazer, uh, Coco, Sam DeMaris' birthday is coming up. Josh's birthday is coming up. I've got a list. Oh, Bo Haywood's birthday's coming up. Tracy Cuevas' birthday's coming up. A lot of great birthdays. Quick extra couple of seconds on Kevin Anderson. Kevin Anderson and me worked together at Kings Bay, Georgia. His stories uh, that he used to tell me still entertain me to this day. Um, I, I, I wouldn't do him justice in trying to tell him, but I would say, Kevin, if you're listening... I still think of you. I still think of your stories, and you you are still entertaining to me. Do you have any other honorable mentions that you'd like to knock out? Absolutely. My friend Mason, who's got a birthday coming up. Aaron Vincent. You might know this one. Michaela Garrison, Deep Thoughts with Gary. And uh, Melissa Wasserman. All Michaela Garrison. What did she go on to do? She got out and is finishing her degree. She was the Marine, right? No, that you're thinking of uh, Moody. Yeah, who went on to win a Grammy or an Emmy? Or yeah, something. yep, she won an Emmy. An Emmy? Can you believe that? She was really good. <laughs> she was, yeah. Gary used to do the deep thoughts with deep thoughts with Michaela. She told the worst stories ever. She would never finish the thought or she would finish the thought in her head, but she wouldn't finish it out loud. So she would just stop talking and we would be like, period. Are you done? And she's like, yes, that was the end. That's does she do it intentionally? That's just her speech. That's just how she talks. Okay, so she's mentally retarded. (laughs) She was doing it intentionally. It's hilarious. So there I was. I was walking down the street and then. No, she was. That would it. That would be it. I was walking down the street, and then, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and it was really awkward if we were doing the radio together because I'd be like, <laughs> awkward. No one could see my face. Awkward. It was great. I really like her. She's good people too. Well, happy birthday to all of our friends. I'll be sure to put them in the magic mirror. You may have seen. I, I took a little extra time to explain what the magic mirror was. And then I realized that unless they click on the initial link of me posting the episode, 
that they wouldn't know who was in the magic mirror. So I'm going to use uh, the magic mirror in the future in the initial post. So people know, look, ladies and gentlemen, we talk about all of you. We talk all about all of you, and most of the time, it's good. And if we're not talking about you, well, then you need to get on the, the Facebook page. You need to make some comments. You need to give us some ammunition for our banter. And, you know, like, um, who are the, the, the lovely family that we haven't heard from in a, in a while? The um, Barbie and... Lee. Lee, yeah. Haven't Peters. heard from them in a while. What's going on there, Peter's family? <laughs> Where are you? Uh, yeah, we can't talk about you because we haven't heard from you. What about Shirley and Tegan? Yeah, right? Where is Shirley? Where is Tegan? The fact that I just mentioned their names means they're going to go in the magic mirror and they're only going to get to hear their name when we ask, where are you? <laughs> here for you. <laughs> Both people we love. Oh, I don't love Tegan right now. Oh. No. No, tonight... Tonight, I cannot love any Chiefs fan. I can't love Will. Oh, it's sports ball. Blah, it's sports blah. stuff. That's right. I can't love Will. I can't love Tegan. I can't I love was... anybody else who's rooting for the Chiefs tonight. I thought it was something good. I thought there was going to be like some serious tea to spill. No, just sports. What a ripoff. Yes, but <laughs> one of the sports is Buffalo. Which may have been, which may have been what encouraged me to want to desire some wings. But actually, I think it was watching Hot Ones again. I haven't, I haven't watched Hot Ones in a long time. And then I watched Billie Eilish. Mm-hmm. I watched her and I watched uh, Shia LaBeouf. LaBeouf? Oh, I, I yeah. watched both yeah. of their Hot Ones episodes. And it was, uh, they were both very entertaining. And the fact that they were eating wings made me want to eat wings. So I bought wings and I ate wings. I mean, my, as a matter of yeah. fact, right about now, I think I'm going to have some more wings. Are they buffalo? They will be. Because I have celery and I have blue cheese dressing. Perfect. I'm so glad you didn't say ranch. Who? Who would dare? Who would dare say ranch? It's like people who use cottage cheese in their lasagna. There's something wrong what? with those people. Yeah. Ricotta. Ricotta. Not Sempre. <laughs> Always. Forever. Ricotta. And don't go light on it either. You know, you Fill buy the big tub for a reason to use it. It comes in a vat for a reason. <laughs> Horseradish pickles. If there was a way for me to send them to you, I would send them to you in the mail. My Where mouth is like water. <laughs> oh, they are unbelievably amazing. I don't know how to make pickles, but I'm going to learn because the, the, the farm show only comes through here like once a year. <laughs> and, and no, actually, I bought the horseradish pickles at the gun show. Which also only comes once a year. Anyway. There's this restaurant across the street from my high school called Hoodie Subs. And the guy, he started off just doing Philly cheesesteaks. This is, this is and he Texas does, and it's called Hoodies? Yes. Uh, Was it started by the Klan? No. He's from, Philly, he's, from, he's from Philly. But it's funny because they do, he, he like... Before Tasty Cakes was available everywhere, he would get his friends to mail him Tasty Cakes and uh, sweet peppers for his sandwiches. And that is where I first had horseradish pickles. He's a good, good, he's a good guy. And that place is amazing. The thing I need you to enjoy and experience because you have them available to you are those giant stuffed olives, the, the garlic stuffed olives. 
I'll do that for you. Do, I, do if that I must. Me. Do it in front of me. Let me relive that. <laughs> day because they don't have them here. And it's not that hard. Mm. I don't know how. I, again, another thing I don't know how to make that maybe I need to learn. And then maybe I need to learn what they do to the garlic that makes it so delicious. They don't have them at Whole Foods? I, I have not been to a Whole Foods ever in my life. Oh. I don't even think we have one. We're getting a Trader Joe's, which I never knew was a grocery store. I always thought it was like a Army-Navy store. No, it's actually owned by Aldi. Trader Joe's just, doesn't sound like yeah. a food place. But it's owned by Aldi. It's what Aldi decided to call their stores to make Americans feel safe shopping there. <laughs> okay. I'm looking forward to, to going in there for uh, to see what it's like. It's the same stuff you get at Aldi, but more expensive. Oh, Have you never uh, noticed when you were actually, here? Actually, American Aldi's kind of ghetto. Yeah. Did you never notice at the Aldi here that every now and then they would have Trader Joe products? Like they had the 4th of July I cupcakes. Did that. I didn't, I, but I didn't correlate the, the data. That, that's what it is. The thing I love. All right. So why do I love Aldi in, in Rota, Spain specifically? Because I haven't been to an Aldi anywhere else. And the reason I love that Aldi is because unlike the Spanish supermarkets that I would go to beforehand, it was orderly. It had aisles that were wide enough for two shopping carts, which is, which is not normal. And all the other grocery stores, Mercadona, all of them, it's a one shopping cart aisle. So I liked the, I liked the order. I liked the, the, the crazy selection. And their prices were unbeatable. I love that store. It's true. Bought all my wine there. And sometimes I'd buy my alcohol there because you can't do that in Pennsylvania. No, nope. you don't and, have and to go to You could buy beer, stores. wine, and liquor. And here I have to go to three different stores to buy those things. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> I think we had a good conversation. I think uh, this was a good one. What do you think? I enjoyed it. Ready to wrap it up? Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, thanks for listening. We do appreciate you. Uh, we just don't know who you are. When we're hitting 60 downloads in an episode, I don't know who 55 of those people are. Remember, our fan of the week is Jan Brewer. Congratulations, Jan. Uh, I'm sure we can get some kind of gift package to you. Probably uh, it, it may coincide with your birthday. Send your mom something so for in a year. <laughs> Send her something for she Mother's Day and say it's from she, the show. What? Oh, I can do that. I can do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's in and, May, right? Uh, I remind you today as I remind you every day, uh, remember to be the best person that you can be. And if you were a great person today, be an even better person tomorrow. And don't forget that you are loved. Lunsby, everybody. If you don't know what it means, Bye. you got to go on the website. Lunsby. Thank you for listening to T-Bone and Chick Brew. If you enjoyed that show, you should check out the Daryl McLean Show, independent media that won't reinforce tribalism. We have one planet and nobody's leaving, so let's reason together. You can find the Daryl McLean Show at the same place you actually listen to this show. Give it a shot.